Are you tired, frustrated, and feel stuck? Are you a high-performing business professional, entrepreneur, and you are not getting the results you desire or you hit a ceiling? Have you been around the block and tried many modalities? You are in the right place. The answer, my friend, is in the little-known brain-soul connection. Welcome to the Brain Soul Success Show, where we learn, explore, and create your dream life. Your host, Louise Schwartzwalter, created a five-part mind-body-soul methodology that clears the subconscious blocks to success. You are a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. The seed of all you need is already within you. From engaging transformational interviews, brain-soul success stories, and secrets shared by health, wellness, and spiritual experts, you will reconnect, revitalize, and transform your powerful life. It's time for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Brain Soul Success Show. Hey, this is kind of a unique show today. I have Dr. Betsy Greenleaf with me. Um, and we had a podcast we did a while back. And we thought, hey, let's hop on and let's clear money blocks. So doc, Dr. Betsy is an OBGYN. She works with pelvic health and the vagina. And she's not shy to talk about that at all. You are so awesome, Dr. Betsy, because you're helping so many women with that. And we thought, hey, let's just jump on and let's clear some money blocks, right? Abundance blocks for people. So this is an example of part of the process that I actually do with people called the brain system. And uh, and so Dr. Betsy and I are just going to kind of kick it around today. And our intention here is that as we're clearing her money blocks, that you are feeling this energy as well. And we're inviting all of you to hold intention. So it is clearing anything in the energy field, blocking your abundance, your financial abundance, whatever abundance means to you. Okay, so that's kind of our our intention today. Hey, we're going to have some fun with this, Dr. Betsy. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's so cool that we're going to do it for other people to see. I love this idea. Yeah, I was like, let's just play with this a little bit because why not? And people have said that to me. They're like, hey, I watched your replay and I felt different afterwards, you know? And so, hey, that's our intention that all of you feel this. So the first, what we're going to start with first is your intention. So if I asked you, you know, around money or abundance, what do you want to have change or be different? Uh, I would love to have um, a steady, steady, consistent, persistently growing income. Okay. I don't know if I have to give dollar amounts, but um, yeah, having been on disability after a car accident, there hasn't been a lot of income the last couple of years. So I'm ready to be like, okay, let's, let's try to make some money and have it grow so I can start doing more, more good in the world. Okay. So that's your goal is you have the steady, consistent growing income and, and you want to, and I, and you do more good in the world. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I really want to have money to create programs and I think the long eventual dream is to have some kind of foundation where I could do like philanthropy. Okay. Because, you know, really what's important when I think about abundance and even growing money, it's it's the why. 
It's yeah. the reason behind it. So that's really good. You do more good in the world to create programs and give back. It's yeah. the, you want to do that philanthropy. And I want to get to the point where I don't have to worry about money. I mean, I know you don't, I know you don't ever stop worrying about money, but I want it to be like a different type of worry. I don't want to worry about like, oh my God, is it going to come? Is it not going to come? Like, I want to worry about like, I want my biggest worry to be like, well, what am I going to do with it? (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I want to ask you the question, if we were going to reframe that in a positive, what's the opposite of worry for you? Relief. Okay. So you would feel relief. Yeah. Around money. Yes. And I'm also going to invite you when you say you have the steady, consistent, growing income. You hold intention for yourself and everyone else out there who's listening to hold intention for what that is maybe a month or what it is annually. Like just kind of hold a number in your mind. Okay. 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 Um, and so you do more good in the world. You're creating programs You have and doing philanthropy. You're giving back. Um, you're feeling relief around money. Mm-hmm. If all that is happening, what would you tell yourself then you're not telling yourself now? Uh, that I'm successful. When I'm writing all these down, I tell myself I am successful. Let's see. Is there another? Is there another question? I got honoring. If you were telling yourself that you're successful, you're feeling relief around money, right? You're creating this steady, consistent income in your programs. What would? Who would you be honoring then? Fully? Maybe you're not honoring fully now. Oh, definitely myself. Awesome. Is that bottom line? Yeah. You know what? It means something really important to Dr. Betsy to honor herself and to be successful and have this relief around money and create that consistency. That means something really important to you. What does it mean to you to have all that? You know, I don't know if this necessarily answers your question, but what what pop was popping into my mind while you're talking was like right now there's a lot of guilt around money. Um, the guilt is, is I want more, but I feel like it's selfish to want more. So that's why that also that relief, I would like the relief to be able to get rid of the idea that wanting and asking for money is selfish. That, you know, I want to be able to get rid of this belief that money's evil, that I think holds okay. me back a lot. Because I even felt guilty, like we were just talking about. It. I'm like, I want to, like, have money to like save the world and philanthropy. And I'm like, well, that is true. I do, but mm-hmm. I think some of that was because I, you know, I feel guilty to say like I want to buy a new car. You know, I've been driving the same car mm-hmm. for 11 years, but I know there's some people who aren't driving any cars. So like, I I feel guilty for wanting things, but. I would like okay. to, you know, redo my bathroom. 
you know, like feel settled in my house because I've lived in my house for 12 years and don't feel settled because there's things we haven't done to the house because I haven't had the money to do those things. Okay. And I appreciate you sharing that because I'm sure that, you know, people are resonating with that too. And, and so what we want to do is obviously we want to clear that because that's a belief pattern that isn't going to allow you to create that financial abundance that you want, you know, and it probably started somewhere. So what I often find with creating, you know, the right mindset around things, you know, the money blocks is it's not just the mindset of saying, oh, I can stay more positive. I'm going to practice positive self-talk. I'm going to say my affirmations and do my journaling. I often find that sometimes it's ancestral blocks or belief systems and patterns that our grandparents had or our parents had, kind of like money doesn't grow on trees. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, if you heard definitely. that, maybe I think my dad said that. You know, if we, you know, when we hear when we hear that, so you're absolutely right in identifying that. You are deserving of that bathroom and that new car, you know? And so it's 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 a worthiness of deserving that's very much connected to financial yeah. freedom and money. So we have to clear that. So what I did is we walked down the goals and now I'm going to take that bottom line goal and I put it in a box or you could call it a circle on a piece of paper. So I'm kind of like, I'm doing this. So if, if you're seeing this on video, I have a box and some strings. And it's an intuitive process. I call this a brain-soul balancing. And we're clearing the the blocks that are in the brain and in the soul and even ancestral to free you up to be able to move forward and create your dream. So this is you, you know, really changing your belief around money, believing that you're worthy of it. Yes. So So you can have the car in the bathroom. Yeah. Right? And, and creating those programs and having a steady, consistent flow of money and being able to tell yourself that I'm successful and you're honoring yourself. So it's honoring yourself. Do you see how much stuff gets down to honoring self? Yes. Yeah. In everything. Not just money, right? Yeah. It seems to always be that. Okay. All right. So then we say one, two, three. There's at least three strings, maybe four. So then I draw strings from that box and we say, okay, who or what is blocking Dr. Betsy from that goal of being able to honor herself and having this steady, consistent, you know, money flow that she wants and create those programs and feel relieved and be able to give back? Is this a male, a female, or a situation? It's a situation. Um, Is it recent or old? It's an old situation. Um, Is it, how old is this something when you were a kid? Yes. Were you age zero through five? Yes. So I get there's something that happened around age three. Now, age three, was it just you or you and someone else? So is it Dr. Betsy? Um, Was it someone else? Was it a parent? Yes. Is this mom? No, this is dad. Um, Is this dad's energy in your field? Yes. Um, So this is your dad. Um, What's dad's first name? Uh, Bill or Willard. Willard is his, he goes by Bill. Goes by Bill. Okay. And you may or may not remember anything at age three. Do you remember anything at age three with your dad? 
No, the only thing I could think of that was probably happening around that time, and I don't know exactly, is we moved from uh, Long Island to New Jersey. He took a different, he took a new job when I was three. Okay. So when we're a kid, and even as an adult, but mostly, you know, it, it seems to happen a lot when we're children, is we're like conduits. We take on other people's energy, and empaths do this their whole lives, you know, and then that energy sticks to us like Velcro and we play it out. So at age three, you love your dad. Your dad loves you. If he's having a bad day, you take that energy on. Okay. So that's all this is. And so what we're doing is we're taking the power of the spoken word or the truth will set you free. And I'm naming words. And so I literally have cheat sheets of words. So I'm looking for the words, the people or situations that, um, you know, that, that happened at that time. And then it happened with your dad. So we have to figure out the, figure out the words here. here, here. So your dad might have had hopelessness. So hopelessness here, here. So hopeless, indecisive. lost he took a new job you know so there's things that are kind of shifting for him guilt maybe he didn't really want to move his family and had to move his family right so in other words his guilt could become your guilt is there another word we need to name about dad when you were three here here one two Lack of control. So was that energy a liar, a thief, or a fraud on you? Now, I know those are really strong words. They came from John 10, 10 in the Bible. And what they do is they clear the soul tie to that energy. So if your dad's guilt now is your guilt, because you mentioned you feel guilty, and yet that's not what you really want. You want to honor yourself. It can stick to you like Velcro. It gets played out in your life until we clear it. Yeah. That's all we're doing. So that's all that energy is a thief, meaning it's not really your, your truth, your soul's truth. So what did it do? Did it kill, steal, or destroy something? And I got destroy. And again, these came from, these words came from the Bible and they cut that soul tie. It destroyed your peace, your balance. Your prosperity, so we're reclaiming your prosperity, your trust, your comfort to have. And your confidence. So we're just going to say, destroy and uncreate any judgments, assumptions, projections, conclusions, decisions about the situation of when you were three and Anything in your dad's energy field that became yours, we release it now, let it go, allow you to be free. To change that belief around money, to have that steady, amazing flow and income, and to honor yourself and be successful. Good and bad, right and wrong, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And then I have you just take an open hand and tap the bottom of your foot. So we're just going to take our hand and hit our foot. Yay. Good job. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, can I get to the core issue around guilt? 
Yes. Was did we already do it? No. Um, is it something in your life? Yes. Were you a kid? Teenager. Teenager. I feel like you were 12. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What happened at 12? <laughs> uh, it was probably around that time. I'm trying to think. 12 was probably like seventh grade, but I was bullied in sixth grade. And then in seventh grade, I started attending a private school that my dad taught at because he was a teacher and I got to go for free. So I was, I was around a lot of very wealthy kids and I was not. So. Oh, okay. Well, there's definitely a money thing here. We have to clear. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So, so probably all those feelings that we have anyway at 12, right? And even maybe expounded a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. So let's get the words, the words about this. And there's sometimes there's visuals we have to clear too, but age 12. Here, here, here. Was it? Let's see. Competitiveness, suffering, powerless, competitive, suffering, powerless. Now, are these your yours? Yes. Are they also in the field around you? They're also in the field around you. One, two. I got self-abuse. Fear. Unsupported. Creative insecurity. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. You know, you're feeling less than you want to have the nice clothes like the wealthy kids and you're 12, right? Plus that's like puberty, you know, beginning, beginning everything. Um, anxiety. Resentment. Is there another word we need to name? No. Was this a liar or a thief on you? A thief on your honoring yourself, being successful and having the steady flow of money. So what did it do? Did it kill, steal, or destroy? It stole. So did it steal your abundance? Yes. It stole your hope. So we're reclaiming. In a sense, what we're doing then is we're reclaiming hope. We're reclaiming abundance. We're reclaiming success and strength and comfort to be given and guidance, relief, and mercy and letting go. So we're gonna say, and so sometimes I'll see people do this. They'll kind of go down a little bit. It's like we're clearing the field. They're feeling it. They're feeling kind of off. And then we bring them back up because I'm using what I call these amazing tools where we clear the bad stuff. We clear the energy and then we put in the new program and the new program are your intentions and your goals of having all that happen for you. 
So, and then I will also feel this, and if you're watching this on video or listening to it on a podcast here, you might even feel like, like kind of like the stickiness or the static electricity around Dr. Betsy's energy field kind of go whoosh. I don't know. Are you feeling that? What are you feeling right now? Yeah. Uh, it was funny because you were, you were just talking about all those things. It was like, you definitely hit the nail <laughs> on the head. And it like, I definitely felt like heavy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let's clean it up a little bit more. And there might be a visual and I'll tell you what that means here. So, so we're just going to say, destroying and create any judgments, assumptions, projections, conclusions, decisions about age 12. Um, when, you know, you were bullied on the playground, you, you, um, had to move to this other school, you're with all the wealthy kids, you know, you're feeling fearful, anxious, less than, and competitive like we are at that age, um, you know, and maybe beating yourself up, that self-abuse, any of that energy, any of those emotions that are in the field, we release them now, let them go, allow you to be free, to have this steady, consistent flow of money, be able to give back, create your programs, right, and honor yourself and feel successful. Good and bad, right and wrong, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, ambiance. And then tap the bottom of your foot. Good job. Okay, now do you st still see any like visuals of that time? Do you see yourself on the playground or in that school? No, not right now. Okay, just checking. Okay. Yeah. Good. I definitely, right. when you were saying those things, like my face, like, I didn't realize how it was like feeling like this. And then it felt like tingly and felt like lighter. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yay. Good. Yay. I'm giving you a facelift too, Dr. Yeah. Betsy. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Is there another string? Something else? Person, place, situation. That's a situation. Um, recent, old. It's an old situation. Is it an old situation in your life? Before. So is this ancestral? Ancestral. Um, male, female, male. So like a grandpa person could be two generations back, one or two generations back. Um, I guess I should ask, did you know your grandpa? Yes. Okay. On both sides, mommy and dad? Yes. Well, okay. um, not, uh, not my biologic grandfather on my mom's side. I knew her, her stepdad. Okay. Okay. Is this biologic? Is this, I feel like this is your grandpa who's biologic. Is it grandpa or great grandpa? It might even be great grandpa. Um, is it just his energy in your field? Is it situational? It's situational. I think you were saying something about something with a grandpa who owned a business. Yeah, so going back and finding out about the ancestral trauma with money, we found out that um, it was, I don't know if it was like my great-grandfather or my great-great-grandfather owned a um, garment business in New York City and it caught fire and he went bankrupt. Oh, okay. So let's, let's, re let's release that energy. So is that energy connected to your prosperity and your abundance? I got a yes. Okay. So this is great grandfather when he went bankrupt and his business caught on fire. So let's get all the words around that and clear that. Because again, that's not your stuff, but it's affecting you now. Um, 
One, two, three, four. Desperate. Unprotected. Desperate, un desperate, unprotected. We got emotional vampire. That could have been like an energy that came in and caused the fire, maybe. Off balance. Grief. Yeah, grief, loss, absolutely. Grief, loss. Longing. Longing. Oh, that's a good word for you. I feel a longing in you. Like you're longing to get this like financial freedom so you can be that philanthropist, that so you can do all of these things, right? Yeah. Overwhelmed. There's overwhelm. Is there another word related to the situation with a great grandpa in the bankruptcy? Yes. Um, A through M, M through Z, M and O, oppressed. Oppressed. And shock. We have to clear the shock. Yep. Is there another word? No. Is this a liar or a thief? This is a thief. What did it do? Kill, steal. So it stole, stole something here. It stole your hope. So we're reclaiming hope. Harmony. Harmony is a high spiritual word. Fulfillment, prosperity, security, guidance, safety, confidence that it's going to be okay, and validation. Wow, beautiful. Um, is there another word? No. So we're just going to say, destroying on creating any judgments, assumptions, projections, conclusions, decisions about the situation with grandfather having gone bankrupt and having the whole place go on fire, you know, set on fire, and all the energy and emotions in the field around that, and anything in Dr. Bessie's field related to that that's still kind of hanging out there. We release it now, let it go, allow you to be free, to change that belief um, around money, to know that you have this growing income to be able to do more good in the world, right? To feel to feel honored and successful. Good and bad, right and wrong, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. We're just going to tap the bottom of your foot. Woohoo. Um, let me see if there was an entity in the field there. I got, yep. Okay, I want to clear that too. At my foot and I keep knocking keep <laughs> my, my, my camera out. <laughs> uh, there might be, there's a, there's some, there's some, you know, spiritual reason why all that happens too. You know, I'm not sure yet, <laughs> um, but I think there was a manipulative energy in the field back then. And I don't know if it's still in your field. And sometimes that can be like a, an energy attachment, an entity, you know, I don't know what, what we want to call it, but it, it had to do with manipulation. Maybe somebody purposely set that place on fire. We don't know that. 
right? Or do, do you know anything about that story? I know nothing about it other than I actually did look up after my dad told me and we were able to find the article and then like an old, old newspaper online. So, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, I just want to find out. So is that manipulation still in the manipulative energy still in the field? Yes. Is that why you feel like you can't create what you want to create sometimes? Yes. Um, How long has it been there? Has it been there since you were born? Yes. It is in your parents' field as well? Yes. Do I have permission to release it from all of you and your family? Yes. Cool, you guys. All right. So if there is a manipulation energy that's in the field, it cannot be around you anymore. It must leave your physical body, your mental body, your emotional body, your spiritual body in all space, time, and dimensions. It must leave Dr. Betsy, her income, her abundance, her family, her parents, anyone connected to the great-grandfather um, way, way back when. It is not allowed. So get out now. In the name of God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of your higher power, go now and go to the light. Rachma! I need a gavel. (laughs) (laughs) I always like knock the table. All right. We successfully cleared through that. Yay. Cool. I got it. You know, what's actually funny is I never made the connection and it came into my brain when we were doing this now. And I knew of the story about this great grandfather that had the fire, but I never made the connection until you start talking about the entities. I was in a house fire and my roommate died during that house fire. So, yeah. So I'm like, all of a sudden sitting here now, I made a connection with them with that. Okay. I'm glad you told me that because that is connected. And so here's, here's what we want to do. I, I just flipped the paper over and drew another string because I think I have to clear that too. Um, but what, what I guess I want, want you to know is, is, is when, the, because that happened with grandfather, that's why it happened with you. And so everything is energy. And so when we clear the ancestral programs, especially from you and your kids, they won't recreate that same energy. But that's the value and the beauty of this. Um, and then the work that I do for the new program goes seven generations back and seven forward. So it will affect your kids too. And when I first learned the bigger body of that work, I do like a 16th of it right here. Um, my family changed in six days. I was like, what just happened? And it was energy. It was all energy, but it was the energy through me that changed all them. So we just want to say that because you are helping your whole family right now. You know, awesome by releasing, releasing that. Um, And then the flash that came in about the house fire and you say your roommate died during that fire. So do I need to know more about that? I got a yes. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, I was a resident at the time and she was a nurse and we, she had an apartment and her roommate was moving out and I needed a place to live. So we became roommates and, um, it was interesting. I came home that night, very late. I was at a, um, drug reps used to have dinners and I was at a drug rep dinner and I came back late. She was with her boyfriend at the time on the couch. And I said, good night to them. I think it was about two o'clock in the morning. And I went to bed, um, sometime between two o'clock in the morning and four o'clock on the morning, the apartment caught on fire. And, um, 
it's interesting because they never proved what caused the fire. But at four o'clock in the morning, I was woken up by her yelling to get up, get out. And mm-hmm. I went, got up and went to the front door and the front door was hot and I couldn't open the front door. So I went back into my room and then um, from smoke inhalation, started feeling very sleepy. So I laid down and then all of a sudden I was like, what? Oh, I'm in a house fire. I can't lay down. I don't, I'm going to die if I lay down. So I actually, um, I actually had the wherewithal to dial 911 on my phone and leave it off the hook because I knew that they had to respond even if I didn't mm-hmm. say anything. I went to the window. Luckily, we were on the ground floor. I tried to open the window, couldn't open it. But my neighbors saw uh, me trying to get out and they kicked it, broke the window, kicked it in, got me out. Um, but we never saw her. Um, my roommate, Kelly, we never got, saw her leave. Um, and they, I was told later on, they eventually found her. She had a dresser in front of her window, unfortunately, and it looked like she had tried to move it and she was wedged in between the wall and the dresser and she died from smoke inhalation. Oh, so sad. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. And you're so strong as you're telling this. So Gosh, kudos to you, Dr. Betsy. But we have to clear this because here's the other thing. To heal anything, we have to clear shock. Whether we're talking about abundance or a health issue or anything, we've got to clear the shock. And this is a shock. Okay? And it's the shock that you lost your roommate, you know, that you're in this fire to begin with. So let's find out. I want to find out if that shock's just in the energy field or is it somewhere buried in you? So is this shock in your body? It is. Is it an organ system? No. Is it in a brain part? Yes. Okay, let's find the brain part. Where's my brain part list? Um, That's not good, Louise. You have no idea how many lists I have. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let me see if I can find it. Here it is. Okay, so we got to find out what brain part the shock is in and clear it here, here. Oh, interesting. It's in the cingulate gyrus. Now, the cingulate gyrus part of the brain is like the record player. It keeps playing. Okay? So what we want to do is release that. So the way we're going to release that is I'm going to have you take your hand, and we're going to go down your corpus callosum until you can't touch anymore. We're on C7. And we're just going to say, I release the shock and the cingulate gyrus. We're going to do that 10 times. Okay. I release, I release the, shock the shock and the cingulate gyrus. I release 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 the shock and the cingulate gyrus. Good job. Release the shock and the cingulate gyrus. Good job. Okay, did we successfully reset? Then I'm going to dedicate these codes to you. I'm just going to say two, three, love, five, three, forgiveness, six, five, choice, nine, two, freedom, four, two, greater love, four, two, 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 four, four, six, two. Tap your belly button eight times. So we release the shock where it is in the brain. Okay. And we want to release it in the field now and all the words and all the energy of this time period. Um, and so shock devastated shock and panic probably devastated 
unprotected, burdened, loss, grief, I even got PTSD. Like, I don't know if you were okay right after that. You look back on that time. Yeah. It's funny because they had me see somebody for PTSD. And it was funny because the goal of the, of the therapy was supposed to make it so it wasn't real. And I'm like, I've never looked at it as it was real. Like, it's always looked like a movie to me. So, okay, yeah. Um, but I did have for a long time afterwards, I did have, um, flashbacks of seeing smoke, smelling smoke. Um, I would say probably for a good, you know, the first couple of years was very tough. Like I would see and smell smoke when it wasn't there. Um, but then, yeah, after like now I just, there's sometimes if I smell smoke, I just go. I don't get panicky like I used to. Like I just like mm-hmm. go to everybody else. I'm like, hey, is everybody smelling smoke? And it usually only happens when I'm under stress, already under stress. So I know, like, all right, that's my body telling me I'm stressed because then it'll start. It'll bring that up again. And and again, events can be re-triggered mm-hmm. by a smell, by a sound, by a memory, by a picture. You know, so it re-triggers. However, my belief is is if we do a multi-sensory approach to releasing the trauma. It doesn't get re-triggered. It takes like the edge off. So obviously it's years later. You've healed a lot. You've done good work. And yet we're digging it up right now. And, and I find that we're digging it. When we dig the specs up, we're really looking at, again, it's like a little different connection. It's the brain-soul connection. And when we clear it at the soul level, it feels like it sticks. So what you just described to me, we have to clear it two ways that I'm thinking of right now. One, I have to say the liar, thief, fraud. And then if there's any little visuals that's still in your mind, we want to clear those too. Um, because what they do is they create like a cellular memory bump. So it could be in the cingulate gyrus, could be in the temporal lobe, could be in the frontal lobe, could be like a little bump, a little, little memory bump, if you will. Those memory bumps later are the spiritual cause to Alzheimer's. That's no one's discovered yet. That doesn't mean that we still don't want to do all the other protocols that all those amazing people are doing, clearing anything with Alzheimer's or Parkinson's or, you know, or trauma. This is just what I found that feels like it sticks better and people can live their lives and create that abundance. So, um, so is all of this energy then, did I name all the right words? Is there something else? No. The overwhelm is there. The anxiety is there. Terror is there, right? The shock, the panic, all of that. Um, and maybe even the guilt. You lived and your roommate didn't. Yeah, there's a lot of that, especially, well, because yeah. her pa- I, got, I used to get that from her parents, too. They, okay. that they would make comments or there was, that was inferred a lot. Like, why her? Yes, absolutely. And then vulnerability and unprotected. Um, And so even unsupported, if you're, if the parents are her parents, right? I mean, of course. Yeah, Yeah, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. 
who knew we were going to do this big thing today? Um, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so a liar thief. So that's a thief. Um, so it, it stole your, your freedom, your comfort, your trust. So we're reclaiming freedom, reclaiming comfort, reclaiming trust, healing, vindication, mercy. Vision of what you thought would be and your fulfillment. Good and bad, right and wrong, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay. Um, is there still pictures you see in your mind, Dr. Betsy, of that time? You know what's the funniest thing is, yeah, there is, and it doesn't make any sense. So I swore that night when I got out, I swore that I saw her get out the back door and run off into the parking lot. And I can still picture that image, but she obviously did not. But I like, I saw her leave the back the back of the building and run out to the parking lot. So wow, I got the chills um, because ah, oh, because I feel it through you. I guess um, was that her soul leaving? It was, That's what I think. It's like her soul or her spirit got got out of her body and got freed. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, and I actually, uh, and I did see her. I had a lot of weird things happen that I can't explain after that for a while. So, um, yeah, like, all right, all right, I'll get into a couple of stories. So I went to her, um, so they they cremated her, buried half of her in at a cemetery, and the other half they they uh, uh, released during a skydiving event. But I went to her cemetery, and I was like, "All right," because at the time I was like, "I don't believe in ghosts or spirits or things." Like I would, I refused to acknowledge that I believed in those things. And then I went, and I was like, "Okay, you know, give me a sign." I'm like at at the cemetery. I'm like, "Give me a sign," and next thing you know, I got dive bombed by turkey vultures. They started coming after. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> um, and then I, I saw at her funeral, I saw um, a gray figure that was walking around the church. Um, and then a year, the weirdest thing that ever happened was a year to the date of the fire. I was supposed to go spend time with my parents and I was too depressed. I ended up just staying in my apartment. And my dad was woken up at four o'clock in the morning by the smoke detector going off in their house. And he didn't think, you know, it goes beep, beep, beep when the batteries are going to die. So he yes. got up, he got up and changed the battery and went back to bed. And then their other one went off, like on a different floor. And he got up, didn't think anything, changed the battery, went back to bed. And he was in the bed for just a couple minutes when all of a sudden their window in their bedroom crashed, like cracked, like shattered. Wow. And they're on a second floor. There's no, there's no, um, no trees, nothing on the other side of that window. It just randomly shattered. And that's when my mom looked over at the time and she realized that it was four o'clock in the morning and that was the 
exact year to the date to the time that I got out of the house fire. And that happened at their house. Not Whoa. To me. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. So like, like I want to find out now if those visuals are still making those little cellular memory bumps somewhere in your brain, because you're remembering them. So do we need to clear, do we need to clear those visuals? Are all of them need to be done? Um, so I've got the Kelly going out the back door that you saw, the turkey vultures, right? The gray figure around the church, and then the smoke alarm exactly to the year and the date and the window shattering. So let's find out, did that window shatter because Kelly was visiting? Was it a sign? Yes. Ooh, I got chills again. Was, is it a sign that she was okay? Wow, that's fascinating, huh? But that's how energy works, right? That's how that's the spiritual world that we can't see, feel, touch. But you'll hear stories and people will share them like you are today, Dr. Betsy. And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure if people are listening, they can think of things in their own life too. Um, so now do we need to release some of those visuals? I I'm gonna invite you to put them together like a movie script. Okay, like you have a little cartoon script of those visuals that all relate to this incident of the smoke and the fire, you know, and, and your roommate. Okay, and because it's actually, you know, most of it is turned like sweeter now. We can say a prayer for her, you know. Um, she's free and in heaven. Um, but some of this is still kind of sticking in your mind. And what happens is it re-triggers maybe when you smell smoke again. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to have you look straight with your head and your peripheral vision is going to follow my fingers. So it's it's um it's called EMDR and we're just going to clear clear the pictures. So put them together like a movie script and the emotions, you know, of the fear and the shock and the panic and kind of watch my fingers. We're going to go from one side to the other. And then we're going to come back to the middle and then we're going to look up to the ceiling down to the floor and then to the right side of the floor and down and then the left and then come back to center and then circle your eyes like you're going around a clock and then the other way clock counterclockwise good job awesome we get it yeah, good work. It should be fuzzier. Yeah. Um, yeah, is it? Okay. Yeah, I can't even really think about it now. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Okay, so so we successfully clear that. Yes, is there anything else we need to say with that? No. Um, is there any other strain, person, place, or situation that we need to say, uh, that we need to clear today on you having this steady, right? consistent growing income and doing the good in the world, creating your programs, feeling relieved and successful and honoring yourself. No, do we get it? Got it. Okay. So what we just did is we did the R equals release part of the brain system and we cleared all that old energy. And now we want to put in the new program. So what I believe is we always have to like leave someone better, right? And Definitely integrate your goals and intentions of how you want to show up now in the world and what you do want to have happen. 
Okay. So I'm going to have you say these, these intentions out loud and I'm going to muscle test them. And if you don't know what muscle testing is, it's a way to just sort of check in. So if you're listening today for the first time, you'll see me move my fingers up and down. <laughs> and it's not a nervous twitch. I'm actually muscle testing. And so I test Dr. Betsy saying those intentions before and after we do these success codes. So, so let's say I have steady, consistent, growing income. I have steady, consistent, growing income. And I do more good in the world. And I do more good in the world. I create programs. I create programs. And I'm doing philanthropy. And I'm doing philanthropy. And giving back. And giving back. I feel relief around money. I feel relief around money. I tell myself I am successful. I tell myself that I am successful. And I honor myself. And I honor myself. And I change that belief around money. And I change that belief around money. And I'm open to receive. And I'm open to receive. Beautiful. Okay, so now we're going to do these codes. And so I'm going down your left leg and I'm just doing circles and I'm going to say numbers. And these are the success codes that actually change the pattern, almost like rebooting a computer. We're rebooting your brain with these new intentions. So I'm just going to say two, three, love, five, three, forgiveness, six, five, choice, nine, two, freedom, four, two, greater love. And then we're going to go down the front of your body four two. And I'll have you say this, Dr. Bessie, say, I have positive self-worth. I have positive self-worth. Awesome. Two, two, say, I choose to succeed. I choose to succeed. Four, four, I choose to live in joy. I choose to live in joy. And six, two, I choose to live by the higher laws. I choose to live by the higher laws. Good job. And then I'm going to do some extra ones. One, four, seven is on your back left side, kind of your back butt. Okay. Then we're going to look at the X. And then four, five. 147 balances the brain this way, and 45 balances the brain this way. Okay, so like rings around your brain. Okay, the 96 is the consciousness ring, 96 is the cranial ring, 86 is the hearing ring, 68 is the seeing ring, 3 to 9, 26 complete cycles, 5,859 times, 2 to 8, 23 complete cycles, 2,623 times. Three seven five three seven seven four five eight six four six nine four six seven. Releasing any trauma. Ten five seven eight two eight seven seven five. And the shock. One two three. Placing with peace. Five two five to eleven thirty seven. Complete cycles. Eighty seven thousand three hundred fifty seven times. Two to eight twenty four thirty two times. Four two 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 four four six two six seven six seven six seven six seven 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 two. Then I want to put in all the wealth codes. So I'm just going to like do this. <laughs> They're big, long numbers. Okay. Woohoo. All the wealth codes. Excellent. Cool. All right. Did you feel that? It is really weird. That is so amazing. <laughs> I know. I don't understand it, but it does, it does feel different. Yeah. I know. Isn't it? so? And it's through Zoom too. Like, yeah. isn't that way cool? It's like yeah. my joke is, you, did you feel the wind? Right. Um, <laughs> all right. So we're going to say these again and then we'll lock them in. So say, I have steady, consistent, growing income. I have steady, consistent, growing income. Excellent. I do more good in the world. 
I do more good in the world. Now you're strong. Awesome. I create programs. I'm doing philanthropy. I create programs and I'm doing philanthropy. And I give back. And I give back. I feel relief around money. I feel relief around money. Good job. I tell myself I'm successful. I tell myself I am successful. I honor myself. I honor myself. And I change my belief around money. I change my belief around money. I am open to receive. I am open to receive. And we're going to lock that in. So the way we lock it in is you put your hands together above your head. And if I was with you, I would try to pull down on your arms and you'd stay strong. Okay. And then let's see, do we need, and then we're going to make a circle in front of your heart. So you cone your fingers like a little wand and circle up towards the left. That's right. And say two, 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 two. I choose to succeed. I choose to succeed. And then tap your belly button eight times. And that locks in those goals, those intentions. Um, And then I invite you to do something called Mind Gems, which is 12 little exercises that balance the brain. You know, they're real simple. We just kind of, you're holding different points on your body and take three minutes to do to lock it in all the way. Like to keep it moving in that direction. I was like, I have it. I have my little mind gem sheet sitting right over here. (laughs) Do you? Very, very good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And we'll give everybody that gift here too so they can have it as well. Um, That was amazing. How are you feeling? I feel really good. Yeah. I think it was interesting as I saw connections with things I had never made connections with before too, which I thought think also made it easy to let it go. So. Mm -hmm. And you have a lot of resilience. You have a lot of resilience. You're really amazing that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and and the, again, the, the work that you're doing in the world, the world needs it. We need to get you out there. So we wanted to clear anything in the way of you creating those programs, doing that good work in the world. Um, and what I loved about what you shared here too was you're creating programs, you're giving, you know, um, and it comes back. So the, the coming back is receiving now. Yeah. Receiving your worth, receiving the value, receiving the money or the abundance. And I call that the God loop. And it's just, it's really, it's God-like, right? Give, receive. It's a loop. Yeah. Ask and you'll receive. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Wow. Your face even changed. Yeah. No, I feel, I feel much better. Like I feel really good. <laughs> yeah. We, we cleared all that old stuff and you're right. The brain, you know, what, what happens is when we, when we dig this deep and we do the brain soul work, we don't know what's going to pop up. I never know. Even if I work on myself or somebody that I've worked on consistently, we never know what's going to pop up, but that's the magic of the fact that we hold the traumas and the emotions and the spaces of the brain. That's the spiritual brain. And when we clear that out, it gives you more space and it allows you to create what you want to create and call in that abundance. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, so that's really what we did. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, with us thank today. you. Oh my goodness. And I hope <laughs> I hope other people found something out of that too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hope so too. And so what we're our intention is here is may not be the same exact ages or the same exact trauma. And that's okay. If you hang in here and you've listened, know that some of the words are the same and it's the words that matter. So grateful. (laughs) 
You're so welcome. This was really, really beautiful. So thank you much for being our guest. Thank you so much, Dr. Betsy, for being our, our surrogate today so we could clear some money blocks and um, hopefully it, it's going to help everyone out there as well. And, and until next time, everyone, follow your heart, but take your brain with you. Mm-hmm.